I want to introduce you to another person. This one I like. This is in John chapter 20 and verse 24. And this is Thomas the Doubter. Jesus so far has saved a religious person. He saved an, an adulterer and a fornicator and now a doubter. Can Jesus save a doubter? Thomas had been with him three years and Thomas doubted. You could say that Thomas was somewhat religious even. It says that now Thomas was not with the disciples when Jesus came the first time. So the disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hands into his side, I will not believe. In other words, Thomas is saying, I need evidence. I cannot believe just based on somebody else's experience or somebody else's word. I need evidence. Beloved, can I say to you this morning that that is a fair question? Do you realize that we are not called to have blind faith? There is evidence for our faith. There is evidence for our belief. There is substantial evidence. The Word of God, historical documents, the church, the Holy Spirit. But in addition to all that are the very believers that we meet that know Him and demonstrate his life to us. So then Jesus comes, doesn't he? He comes for the doubter. And the Bible says that he came into the room where the doors were locked, the, the windows were closed. How did he get in there? Came right through the wall, didn't he? This is Jesus. <laughs> I love my Jesus. He's awesome, man. He came right through the wall and right into the midst of them. And if, you know, how would you have done this? How would you have handled this? You know what Thomas has said. You already know he's made these remarks. Have you ever had a subordinate? that didn't think too highly of you? You ever had a subordinate that maybe doubted you? Jesus, instead of attacking Thomas, he says, Thomas, come here. Put your, put your hands in my hands. Put your hand in my side. He offered his body for inspection. Proof. Get to know me, Thomas. I am putting up no walls and no defense. Come on, Thomas. Get up close and personal. You see, friend, if you've got the truth, if you know the truth, you do not need to be fearful. You do not need to be defensive. Be who you are and invite people in for a closer look. Sometimes when we are criticized for being Christians or for living a Christian life, we tend to get defensive. Don't get defensive. Invite people in for a closer look. You've got the goods. Do you realize that? You've got the goods. They may have all kinds of initials after their names. They may have been in many foreign countries. They may have studied many philosophies and may even have been part of many religions. But listen, you know the truth. You know Jesus Christ. You are secure in that. Invite them in. Tell them what you know. Because ultimately, the reality of what lies on the other side of death can only be proven by someone who has been there. And that's Jesus. All else is speculation. And it is a fact. It is a historical fact proven with historical evidence that this Jesus rose from the grave. And so Thomas the doubter became Thomas the confessor as he said, my Lord and my God. This is my Jesus. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. He can save anybody. Look at yourself. Were you a Thomas? Were you a fornicator? Were you an adulterer? Were you a religious person? He saved you. You now have a personal relationship with him. He means more to you than anything. You can do without a lot of stuff, but you can't do without Jesus, can you? You can go through a lot of hard times, but you can't go through them without Jesus, can you? You got Jesus. You can face anything. You can endure anything. You can go through anything. Why? Because he's just that awesome. He's just that great. He's just that reassuring. He's just that powerful. He's just Jesus through and through. 